Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. This is your host, Stu Jenkins. We're talking with Andy Pease, veteran city councilwoman of San Luis Obispo. Um, uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, the action plans statement that the city was going to work to make sure that uh, natural gas grid in San Luis Obispo is as clean and safe and reliable as possible. And uh, the question was, what's been done on that? Right. And fair question. I'll uh, circle back with staff. But I do want to say, I think that the intent there is for uh, more working with our utility partners. Obviously, the gas company is absolutely committed to uh, having a, a system that is uh, safe and reliable. So our, our partners at the uh, gas company are uh, on board with all of our goals as well in terms of if, if we're going to have a grid, let's have it be safe, clean, reliable. Um, n- nobody wants methane leaks, that's for sure. Well, and one of the, uh, one of the things that uh, the Republican Party had focused on, uh, I'm not a Republican, I don't think you are, um, but it had focused on making claims from a study that had been released uh, by a particular federal agency that they'd, they'd looked at gas stoves and that uh, something under 30 children over a 10 or 15 year period they, they thought had uh, contracted diseases or had asthma or something that had, had uh, been so severe that it caused them to die over that long period of time. Um, and so the Republican Party jumped on that and said, you know, the Democrats are trying to take away your gas stoves. Um, now, if there is asthma or other health problems that are caused by those, uh, is there a move by the city to incentivize uh, or perhaps provide inspectors that could make sure that if somebody thought that their their stove was not working properly, that they could get it checked and see what needed to be done to make sure that it uh, was burning as cleanly as possible. Yeah, they are finding that there are um, uh, more problems than we would have hoped uh, for stoves, uh, often even if they're not even on, um, that there's just some very small residual, and it does contribute to um, asthma and other potential illnesses. Uh, so, yes, there's programs, of course, if you actually smell gas, the gas company will be oh, right yeah. out there. They'll sure, be right something out. obvious. And but we've, all, we've all known that for decades. For a gazillion years, yeah. right. Um, but in terms of those little small residuals, um, like uh, rental units, that would be type of thing where you could, if you're um, concerned that you could ask for um, uh, for the landlord or property manager to, mm-hmm. to check for those conditions. But the city has a, a, a property, um, in, you know, enforcement kind of issue if you, if you think that you're not in a safe environment. And honestly, just having a good vent, I think a lot of times we're – um, building things and uh, figuring, like, gosh, you know, this pretty vent is is good, but they're really low volume. Um, mm-hmm. our, we're building our houses tighter, so we'd need less energy to heat and cool them, but a tighter envelope needs a little bit more air changes. And so even the Energy Commission has recognized that in new construction, if you have a, a gas cooktop, you need a certain uh, air changes um, for your hood, but if you have an electric cooktop, your air change requirement is lower. And that's mm-hmm. just a physical reality of, of those two different uh, cooking sources. Sure, sure. Yeah. Moving forward with the uh, greenhouse gas emissions goals. 
this is on uh, page three of one of the chapters. They uh, had seven different ways that the city was going to move forward. And the first one was to lead by example, uh, for the city to become carbon neutral by 2030. What progress has the city made on that itself? The, oh, the yeah. city government, the yeah, city right. buildings, the city vehicles, yeah. and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. It's been an absolute focus of our climate action plan is that lead by example. So the intent is for the city operations to be carbon neutral by 2030, and then the entire city as a whole to be carbon neutral by 2035. And so... But so when you say the city as a whole, that means JC over here running the board if he lives in town. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. that's what we're trying to do. So, uh, it, you know, in big picture for folks who are living in town, if they have electricity that is clean um, by 2035, we hope to have that all cleaned up um, okay. through Central Coast Community Energy and whatever other sources and that. Um, and then we have electric appliances, so they're being run off of the sun. It improves our resilience as well. And then electric vehicles, and of course, if we can, get fewer vehicles. And then the the other piece of that is that, okay, we're going to still have some carbon. Come on, let's be real. But we can also do carbon sequestration. Um, and I wanted to ask you about yeah, that. Because, yeah, yeah. because that's actually in here as uh, one of the goals, natural solutions. Increase carbon sequestration on the San Luis Obispo Greenbelt and urban forests through compost application-based carbon farming activities uh, and tree planting. Yeah. Now, now uh, most of my listeners know I'm kind of a history buff. Um, the mission San Luis Obispo was cited where it is because there was a year-round navigable stream to that point. So you could ship goods in from Port San Luis. You mm. could ship your hides out from the mission mm. to Port San Luis. Uh, and, of course, later on, uh, all the trees were cut down in the uh, watershed above the, mm. the uh, creek there. Um, the city of San Luis Obispo has more green belt than probably any other city of its size outside of uh, Colorado. Right. Um, so... Uh, has there been progress on planting trees in that green belt? Yeah, so we have a plan for, uh, it's called the 10 tall, uh, to plant 10,000 trees. Mm. Uh, we uh, 2,000 in already um, because of, of, since that plan but was are started. Are those in the green belt or are those uh, in the uh, city itself? Uh, there's a, kind of a breakdown of okay. uh, where those are going to go. A lot of them are in the city itself. And you'll start to, you know, in parks, you'll start to see um, pretty decent sized trees. And then they've got a little label with a QR code so you can um, track where they are. So, yeah, we're doing pretty well on that. And then experimenting on the composting, uh, working with Cal Poly to study how much, they, um, how much they're working. So I think we're on, we're on pace. You've been listening to Andy Pease, veteran city councilwoman of San Luis Obispo. Thank you, Stu. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next week. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the law, visit our website, knews985.com.